Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, Galaxy Finance. Sponsors and personal friends that I trust, that I trust enough to go to with questions about my own finances. That's not a sales pitch, that's fact. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With official interest rates at an all-time low, the lenders want your business. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact, ask for Leanne, and mention Unfiltered for a free chat. A free chat. No obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Galaxyfinance.com.au is where you can find them. The great ones, they're different. They really are. Not better, just different. Sure, there's a physical power, a mental strength, a complex but resolute constitution too, There's a whole lot more than just the measurables. That's something else, that intangible. It separates us from them. Welcome to the Legends series on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. This bloke, he probably took care of your favourite player and you may not have liked him for that, but you would have loved to play next to him. For all the intimidation, for all the physicality, the real guy, he's very different to what you'd probably imagine. But who is Jeremy Smith? Uh, You've got me with a cracker right there, mate. Um, Yeah, who is Jeremy Smith? I suppose just a happy, easy-go-lucky sort of type of guy. Um, Doesn't mind a beer or two or ten or Plenty, yes, but uh, yeah, no, just I'm I, I feel I'm pretty easy going, a lot different to what you've seen me on the field, that's for sure. Melbourne, St. George, Illawarra, Cronulla, and Newcastle, as we sit here in 2021, who's your team? Oh, I love them all. I, I love the Knights because I finished at the Knights, yeah, but definitely have a soft spot for the other three teams. Cronulla, you know, after that, they're doing so well, or yeah. after they won their premiership. Um, I always say to a lot of people that uh, that was on the back of my performance there in 2011. Run with it. <laughs> and, and running with it, yes. Yeah. We had some dark times there, but uh, pulled them out of the slump. But no, uh, and, and definitely the Dragons, you know, they were, yeah. they were a great club. And Melbourne, obviously, the first team to, um, you know, give me my NRL start. So Where'd you play your best footy? With who, what year? If you had to narrow it down. Um, oh, probably 2000. And- I'd say 2008 in, okay. in, Mel- in Melbourne, I'd, I'd say. Like, we had a fantastic team and we went on a great run. And, yeah. And obviously, we got beat by Manly that year, but we went on to win the World Cup at, as Kiwis and, um, yeah, had a pretty fair, fair year that year. The forgotten fact your first club was actually the merged Northern Eagles yeah. in 2002, right? Yeah, something like that. It was a while ago. It was 2001 or 2002, I think. What uh, happened? Um, oh, I don't know. I got the sack from there. Peter Sharp sacked me from there and 
he ended up in Melbourne in 2004 and he said, that's the best thing I've ever done. I pretty much made your career by sacking you from there. And <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, if anyone that knows Sharpie, he's a, he's a lovable type of yeah. character and, yeah, no, he's a good man. But, yeah, I suppose it was just, um, I don't know, just not the right time, still a little bit immature and yep. uh, went down there thinking I was a first grader and I wasn't even – I was a, nothing, you know, a, a nobody and mm. – Carried on like a pork chop, and they just didn't like it one bit. So it happens a lot. Young men are thrust into an old guy's position, and physically, you might be ready. Mentally, completely different story. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think, like, the back when I first started, like, obviously went down to Manly. Mm. I thought it was all about getting on the piss and you know having a good time after the game, and you know, footy mm. was just a part of, I suppose, what was going to be. Yep. And um, yeah, I obviously I. Did like a drink then, and mm. you know, still like a drink now. Still but, like a drink, yeah. And um, it's it's just I just had the wrong mindset going down there. I just mm. thought, you know, I've I've got all the the gear. You know, I'm hanging around first graders, mm. but yet to play first grade, and I think I just got a bit too far ahead of myself. And then obviously I got picked up to to go to Melbourne, mm. and I really had to knuckle down there. And it's part of learning curve <laughs> as a bloke, not not just as a footballer. I think on and off the field, all of us bar none, go through maturity issues and, and climb the the learning ladder. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it's the, the game's a lot harder nowadays being the way it is. Um, sometimes you you might get a couple of strikes, but most of the time you one strike, you're out. Yep. Um, clubs just don't want to deal with that sort of behaviour mm. anymore and um, that's yeah, and that, that's where it's at and I suppose that's what it's led to, um, to the young blokes nowadays coming in being such hype around them and not performing and, and obviously falling out the back door pretty quickly. You'd return back to Q Cup. Did you think, okay, that's it, that was my chance of blowing it or Sharpie's blowing it and I'm not a first grader? <laughs> yeah. or, or did you think you would still were? No, definitely. I thought my chance is, is done. Yep. Um, I'd really sort of – I'd just come back. I was in between – Playing for Tweed or playing for Burley, and yep. um, Tweed were just coming into the Queensland Cup, and then yeah, and I sort of took Tweed and and chose there, and, and I had a couple of good games at the right time of year, mm. and obviously went and played residents and whatnot, and um, yeah, got picked up. Peter O'Sullivan picked us up to take us to Melbourne. Sunday, August 15, two thousand and four. You'd make your debut. It was round twenty three playing against Canberra for Melbourne. This was the storm lineup. Bill Slater, Matt Geyer, Steve Bell, Ben McDougall, Matt King. The halves, Scott Hill and Matt Orford. Forward pack, Robbie Kearns, Cameron Smith, Steve Kearney, Dave Kidwell, Dallas Johnson and Glenn Turner. The bench. Now, the bench was the home to four future internationals. Rodney Howe, Ryan Hoffman, Cooper Cronk and yourself, Craig Bellamy was obviously the coach. An amazing lineup of superstars <laughs> oh, to debut with, mate. When you read it out like that, <laughs> it certainly is. You look back now, and I, I just sort of look back at that game and see the boys, but then didn't realise the, I suppose the the, the magnitude, the of magnitude it, yeah. of the player, the caliber player yeah. that we did have, and obviously how we come, Rodney Hare coming off the bench, yep. Hoffman, like yeah, it was a pretty good team. What do you remember of your debut game? Oh, it's pretty funny. I was. Uh, I remember it pretty fondly, actually. I come on, my first touch, I scored a try. Yep. Smithy, Cam Smithy, sort of – Robbie Kearns, I was come on the field, supported Robbie Kearns. Mm. He offloaded it back 
to Cam Smith. I've done like a big loop around where Kearnsey had just been tackled. Smithy, obviously, he was pretty much over the line and just put it on the platter for me. And I just pretty, I fell over the line pretty much, and it was a try. But uh, it was um, it was a real good game, and I. I just remember copping, like, I suppose the first time I went to Canberra, copping stick from all the Canberra fans. And, yeah. you know, they are like second to none. They love the Raiders. And yep. especially as a kid growing up, I was a Raiders fan too. And then, were you I, really? Yeah, I was. And then obviously got to play against Ruben yeah. Wiki, you know, who I looked at growing up as well. And, but yeah, definitely it was, um, it was definitely one to remember. So much has been said about Cameron Smith over the last 12 months, the, you know, the 400 games and his retirement. Uh, his status in the game, what a lot of people have forgotten because he's been so good in these last 10 years. He was dominant from the start, really. Maybe not as dominant, but he was always something special, even those early years back to 04. Yes, definitely. You know, I suppose with Cam, he was just always cool, calm, collective. Yep. Um, he took everything in his stride. He was... What you see is what you got. You know, mm. he never looked frazzled. He was always composed, and you know that's he went on to to lead Melbourne to number of premierships. Yep. Um, obviously, Australia so many times, but yeah, and he's just I don't know. He's, it's hard to explain. There's a lot of people that don't like him for what they see, but if you ever got to sit down and have I a agree. drink drink with him and or have a talk to him, he's he you know he'd give you the time of day if you want to have a good chat to him. Okay, setback number two. Two games in 04, none in 05. Why not? Um, oh, I got sent back up to the Queensland Cup and I just couldn't. Oh, I, I, I thought the QRL didn't like me as a player. Yep. You know, they always tried to keep me on the suspended side of things. And I spent a fair bit of time on the sidelines in yep. 2005 and I just couldn't put them together. I couldn't play one game half decent for um, Norths. Yep. Suspended for three. You know, that year I was sat probably, I played probably about eight or nine games and spent the rest on the sideline. I just couldn't, you know, I just couldn't get things flowing. And um, I went back and Bellyache pulled me aside and just said, you know, it's, what do you want to do? You want to concentrate on playing footy because I was still there or thereabouts? Or do you want to, you know, come along and, and give first crack a real good, good crack mm-hmm. at it? This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, Galaxy Finance. Sponsors and personal friends that I trust, that I trust enough to go to with questions about my own finances. That's not a sales pitch, that's fact. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With official interest rates at an all-time low, the lenders want your business. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact, ask for Leanne, and mention Unfiltered for a free chat. A free chat. No obligations. A free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Galaxyfinance.com.au is where you can find them. That was the chat. That, that was the chat. Yeah, I yeah. got and I got that from him. And um, end of two thousand and five, I trained like we finished our our season, and I trained from the end of season mm. right to the preseason. So I come back and I was fit. Yeah. And I, you know, I reached all the goals. I, that was probably the fittest I've ever been. And I, I just needed that to 
be able to get my mindset straight and then obviously having having my oldest daughter she was she was 15 or 16 now mm. so having that as well at home and training and I'd already done the hard work before mm. the pre-season started so I knew I was in, in pretty good stead roughly the same age as where you start maturing off the field it's amazing how <laughs> things link up yes. throughout our lives isn't it yeah definitely 26 you know I was still like like I said I was still maturing and yep. as a as a player and and like as a young man too, mm. it was, um, took me a little bit to, to work out, but I got there in the end, I think. How much did you have to change as a player? How much did you have to change as a bloke? Um, as a player, I think I just needed to be fitter, mm. um, work harder on the little things that I did do right. It helped having Cam there as well, yep. you know, um, and Croc. And obviously 2006 we had a pretty fair lineup as well. Mm. Um, and as a bloke, I, I think it was – just having 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 a baby has sort of yeah. reeled me back in and um, sort of going out till stupid hours in the morning and waking up hungover with a mm. baby is uh, it's not the best feeling. No. But Mick Crocker is batshit crazy as he is, and we've done a legend series interview with him. Um, a wonderful mentor, one of the most professional guys the game has seen in a long time. As I said, crazy as a, as a mad as a cut snake, but in terms of his rugby league, he is an absolute professional, or he developed into a professional. Yeah, definitely. He was my training partner when he first came down to Melbourne, and um, after every session or weight session, we'd take he'd take me upstairs to the rowers, and you know we'd just yep. go nut it out on the rowers. We'd have three minutes for a thousand meters, and you know, you'd get on off there wobbly legs about to spew and I suppose that's helped contribute or reform me into the player that I become obviously off the back of him and yep and yeah he doing everything that he he's done in his career and then me sort of pretty much starting out where I was um he was called he didn't like to be called Mick he was Michael or or Croc um Mick was his alter ego and <laughs> seen that a few times. His- oh, yes. <laughs> That's a beauty too. Yeah, it is a beauty. <laughs> uh, 06, 07, 08 with Melbourne. Three grand finals, one win, two losses. The 06 grand final, you went down to Brisbane 15-8. What's your standout memory of, of that day? Oh, I just remember running out there, like, overawed, my first grand final. Yeah. thought – you know, getting to the grand finals seems pretty easy. Yeah. You know, obviously went out there, the bright lights, stunned mullet, just sort of, I just couldn't really put it together. I yeah. was run off my feet. I got, I got on the field. I come come on and it was about, oh, it must have been about 20 to go or 20, yeah, 15 to go. Mm-hmm. Had one hit up, made three tackles, I was gone. I was fatigued. Like I was just knocked up real quick. Because you started from the interchange of first two GFs, I would imagine yeah. the energy and the adrenaline sitting on the sideline oh, yeah. just tear you apart. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I just got on the field, and I just, I, I, I'm normally pretty composed, and I just lost it. I couldn't, couldn't put it together and give away a penalty, and then obviously it just snowballed from there. And yeah, it wasn't the fondest memory. Oh seven grand final <laughs> was the chance to erase that memory. You played manly. You won thirty four eight. Your first premiership. What do you recall about that day? Oh, I just I knew what to expect when I got out there. Yep. Um, the crowd, the 
the way everything was going, you know, I'd, I'd been there and done it before, so I knew what to expect, when to pump myself up, when to get going. And, um, yeah, like, like I said, it was, it was, it was good. We I made a little half break. I remember putting Clint Newton to the backfield and mm. told him he bombed the try, but he reckons he passed to Bill and Bill's like, could have passed back to him. But I said, mate, I'll put you away and you just couldn't seal the deal. Do you still remember the first one, uh, fondly, 07? Uh, win? The first win? Yeah, do you still remember it fondly? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we played pretty well that day, and very much. You know, um, the little things that we did practice for at training yep. did come off. Um, it was yeah, it was just a well oiled machine that day. You know, we everything we did turned to gold. Um, yeah, it was one of the fondest memories. Oh eight, you started in the second row with Mick Crocker. A day that wouldn't end well. Imagine the Beaver putting one over here now. The boy from Narrabeen, he debuted in 93. Now, it's come from Offord to Beaver. He got it away for Robertson. He got it back for the Beaver. Menzies has scored. Menzies is over the line. (laughs) Stephen Menzies has scored in the grand final. His departing grand final. A 40-point loss. 40-0 to Manly. What went wrong? Oh, Manly were just on fire. They, I credit to Manly, nothing that we could do mm. would. I don't think they, no, no team in the NRL would have beaten them that day. Yep. They were, they were just on. When you come up a red hot team like that, that are on, the, every little mistake you make, they make you pay for, and they, you know, they made us pay dearly. Cost us forty that day. I interviewed the legend Bob McCarthy recently. He still to this day has regrets and pain from the nineteen sixty nine grand final. 52 years ago, and yeah. it hurts that much. I just saw the look in your eye and your demeanour change when I mentioned that grand final. Does it still hurt today? Yeah, definitely. You know, I suppose, look, you're in the record books for a reason now. Mm. You know, 40 zip. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's just nothing that we could have done or or did try to do that would have paid off. Or, you know, like I said, Manly were on. And, you know, it happened to us in 2006 where we got beat. Obviously, we beat them in 2007 mm. and they come back and out knowing what to expect. And, you know, timing is everything, in, in, yep. especially in the final series. You know, you either – you've got to run into the final series with, you know, good weight behind you or you've just limped in there. And I yeah. think you know, after Broncos, we sort of – Cam was gone and we I think we played Cronulla the following week. Mm. Cam and I missed that that week. And then so we so we sort of – we weren't – an oiled machine. We, we yep. were sort of we were, we were limping in. You there. limped in. Yeah, that'd be your last game for Melbourne. You're off to the Dragons. Um, business decision? Is that what it was? No, Bellyache just said to me, "Yeah, pretty much was." He he just pulled me aside and just said, "You know, like we can't sort of keep you around too much longer." Mm. Um, I think I still had another year on my contract there, yep. but he just said like it. You know, that's, that's football. You know, I'm letting you go now. I'm not let. I want to let you go, um, which, you know, the type of man he is and, you know, the type of relationship that we striked up was, you know, I was happy for him to come and tell me that during mm. the year. Um, I met with the Dragons in 2007 to go there for 2008. Okay. And um, that just didn't eventuate. I was pretty happy where I was. And, yep. 
I was sort of hoping a few things went my way so I could stay at the storm a little bit longer, but um wasn't to be. So it's um <clears throat> yeah, I suppose moving to the Dragons wasn't a bad thing either. Absolutely it wasn't a bad thing. Two years with the Dragons, nine and ten. Uh, two minor premierships and that grand final win over the Roosters in the second year. Bombi knows there's a chance. Soward puts a little kick in. There's a try for Gaznia. Gaznia, I think, has got the first try. And Mark Gaznia with speed, momentum, catches the ball, gets it down just inside the dead ball line for opening points. B behind Scott and here's Boyd into the back. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Did winning a premiership for the second time, did it feel any different from the first time or didn't it quite live up to the first one? Um, it didn't quite live up to the first one, Yeah, not hype-wise, but just I was happy to see the people around me celebrate like I celebrated in 2007, yep. you know, like... <laughs> And I just remember sitting back after the, the whistle had gone and just watching everyone just, you know, explode. And, yeah. you know, we just achieved something that a lot of people don't get to achieve in rugby league. And yeah, here I am, I've you know, got to do it twice. Yeah. So I suppose, you know, just watching everyone's emotions was, you know, that, that's where I took it all in. Whereas yep. the first one, I, I, was, I was doing what they were doing. You yeah, know that's I mean? right. So I, I well, was... your role had changed as well. You'd gone from the young kid to uh, the guy the the, the dragons had mm. bought as a leader. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose um, I knew what to expect, and I said mm. to him before the game, I just said, "Like this is it. You know, you've got to make whatever you do. You make your first effort, your best effort, yep. and that will set you up for the game." And we went out there, and you know, credit to the Roosters. You know, they were they put up a good fight in yep. the first half. It was a tough game. It wasn't until you know we started sort of. Put, well, I think half time we were down to uh, eight six or eight. Eight four, I think maybe half time. I think you guys got three tries in the last fourteen, fifteen yeah. minutes. We hope you're enjoying the Jeremy Smith story. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening, so the next episode drops immediately. And we'd love a five-star rating and review to help us spread the word as we look to expand the unfiltered brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.